Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about the causes of narcissistic behavior, or formerly called narcissistic personality disorder. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am an inpatient mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So, the causes of narcissistic personality disorder, or N. PD, as I'll call it throughout this podcast, when referring to narcissistic personality disorder. So the causes of NPD have to do with actually deficiencies and excesses during childhood. The child can experience a lack of the different stimuli or the love that he so needed. Or on other occasions, narcissism starts to form because of different excesses. One example of this is when parents go over the top in trying to meet the needs of their children. The problems associated with narcissism have different levels. Sometimes it is simply the way we are. On other occasions, it is a narcissistic personality disorder, which is far more serious. In this case, pretentiousness and selfishness invade the person's entire personality. Added to that, there may be antisocial traits. Andre Dubas had a quote. Shyness has a strange component of narcissism. The belief that others really care about what we wear or how we act. So depending on what has caused the NPD, our personalities will be affected in different ways. However, all cases have some common features, which have different degrees of intensity. In general, what predominates are delusions of grandeur, arrogance, exploitation of others, and interpersonal problems. There may also be many hidden traits that denote feelings of inferiority. Whatever the case, the main causes of NPD are the following. Abuse. One of the causes of exaggerated narcissism. We would usually think that those who have suffered from abuse during childhood would become completely introverted. However, this is not always true. In many cases, the exact opposite occurs. The victim develops 
a narcissistic personality and only wants to feel superior to those around him or her. Abuse is one of the most complex causes of narcissism. What happens in these cases is a type of compensation and defense mechanism. They are determined to never again be someone else's victim and their self-image becomes inflated. If they continue along this road, then an exaggerated form of narcissism will form in their lives. Then there is neglect. In the case of neglect, there are many similarities to what happens with abuse. The person has experienced such a sensation of vulnerability in his childhood that he decides to build a wall between himself and the world. It's very sad. Uh, That wall is narcissism. The main consequence of neglect in this case is a profound difficulty in experiencing empathy. What happens in these cases is that narcissism acts like a shell. It is a shell that hides an extremely weak person. That is why it is quite normal for people like this to be terrified of rejection from other people. Either that or they have deep feelings of shame because of how they have ordered their inner selves. Narcissism simply hides away these feelings. Another thing, parents' inconsistency. Parents' inconsistency is one of the main causes of NPD. It can occur because of the inconsistency between their words and their actions, or because of the actions themselves. It happens when the parents say one thing, but then do something completely different. It also occurs when parents are erratic and you never know how they're going to act or react. This is characteristic in restless, anxious parents and often gives rise to deep insecurity in the children. These kind of parents often lavish exaggerated praises on their children, but also criticize them far too harshly. Narcissism is the response to the the anguish caused by this troubling and inconsistent environment. Then we look at empty praise and gifts. Empty praise is very typical in parents who carry feelings of guilt inside them. They probably feel that they aren't giving enough time and attention to their children and know this isn't right. So to compensate for this deficiency, they often inappropriately try to highlight certain traits 
that they think their children are proud of. They do this regardless of whether the children have them or not, seeing as they know very little about them. They do this through excessive praise and expensive gifts. It's a way of compensating and covering up their lack of true affection. They feel compelled to celebrate whatever their child does. In this way, they conclude that no one will doubt they love their child and no one will doubt the love they have for them. Because of this, the child develops an idealized image of himself far from reality. Then, then we have the overprotective parent. Overprotection is a form of abuse. I'm going to say that again. Overprotection of a child is a form of abuse. It transmits a message of fear and anxiety. It installs the idea in the child's mind that they are incapable of facing life's difficulties on their own. They also make them think that there is something special inside them that must be constantly taken care of, a weakness inherent in them. This feeds both insecurity and exaggerated narcissism. Over time, the person starts to shut themselves away. They get into their own personal bubble. They think that others, if they really love them, should protect them and provide for all the whims and needs. They also become apathetic to the needs of others. Many of the causes of NPD have to do with the parents' own narcissism. Sometimes they try to heal the wounds in their own self-esteem using their own children or on other occasions by carrying out their own narcissistic desires. The problem is that they end up achieving totally the opposite. Psychotherapy can actually contribute decisively to rebuild someone's self-esteem and make it strong and healthy. So many people uh, don't know the difference between narcissism and self-esteem. And I'm here to just clear that up. Narcissism you couldn't believe I didn't own a full-length mirror, says David Levithan. In reality, narcissism is to seek the legality of being as well as self-esteem. It is therefore easy to confuse narcissism and self-esteem. However, there are irreconcilable differences between the two, and we're going to dedicate the rest of this podcast to them. 
both narcissism and self-esteem seek in some way the legitimization of being. So where where's the difference? Why are they so easily confused? It's it's simple. Well, narcissism looks for legitimacy through good image. Self-esteem does so by simple, unconditional existence. So say it again. While narcissism looks for legitimacy through good image, self-esteem does so by simple, unconditional existence. So the differences between narcissism and self-esteem, following the reasoning that I just mentioned, it is clear that narcissism and self-esteem are opposites in their motivations and the forms they create. First, let's consider two psychologists who have worked on this confusion, uh, Pilar Malor and Manuel Villegas. In their research, they found clear differences between narcissism and self-esteem, despite the existence of behaviors that may at first seem similar. So how do we differentiate between these behaviors? The main difference between a narcissist person and one that has high self-esteem is self-image. Narcissists are given to an exaggerated and distorted sense of importance. Those with good self-esteem experience, on the other hand, inner satisfaction that is less inflated but more legitimate. The narcissist seeks welfare and security through an exaggerated self-image, which in reality is a distorted self-perception. They show a true internal vacuum in which an insecure person hides. On the other hand, a person with high self-esteem bases their well-being on satisfactory relationships. They don't give excess importance to their self-image. Being self-confident means not needing to exaggerate or highlight successes in front of others, but simply enjoy celebrating them. Uh, a quote by Candace Bushnell I thought was interesting. Don't you think it's weird when someone has pictures of themselves all over the place? It's like they're trying to prove that they exist. <laughs> oh, so... Uh, a person with high self-esteem is assertive. They know how to listen and choose when to talk. They do this with knowledge and always add value to the conversation. They have emotional and social intelligence. In addition, they are patient and they know that when their turn comes, they will have a valid opinion. However, the narcissist, given their exorbitant worship of their self-image needs attention. They will always try to be in the spotlight, the center of the party, letting everyone know they are there. They need constant worship from others. In addition to the previous point I mentioned, a way in which narcissists and self-confident people differ is in their ability to be empathetic. A person with healthy self-esteem can develop through social interaction, uh, the, the patience and empathy that is essential for active listening. While a narcissist only thinks about themselves and their image, 
themselves in their image, themselves in their image. Hmm. A person with healthy self-esteem is in a better position to connect with others by not having the imperious need to please. You can focus on putting yourself in the shoes of others. Again, narcissist only thinks about themselves and their image. By not having that imperious need to please, you can focus on putting yourself in the shoes of others. This will make it easier for you to understand different points of views, ideologies, and feelings. See the difference? Then bring up selfishness and cooperation. Another key by which we can differentiate a narcissist from a person with healthy self-esteem is selfishness. It is easy to think that someone who thinks only of themselves is full of self-love. In reality, this person is so full of self-doubt that they are their own worst enemy. While a person with high self-esteem knows when and how to show generosity and is cooperative. The narcissist is incapable of this. If they are not going to benefit, it is difficult for them to make an effort. What makes the pain of jealousy so acute is that vanity cannot help but support it. That was a quote by Stendhal. So arrogance is also a difference in narcissistic people and those with healthy self-esteem. While the former does not show compassion for anyone, except perhaps for themselves, people with self-esteem really love others and have a sense of value. They appreciate the beautiful challenge of, of helping others. So the narcissist in their arrogance is usually aggressive, envious, and needs to dominate others in order to feel good. They can't accept criticism, and however neutral it might be, they'll tend to take it personally. Uh, they'll not learn from their mistakes because they have great difficulty in seeing them and, above all, accepting them. A narcissist person and a person with healthy self-esteem can, at first glance, seem very similar. However, as time passes, we can clearly see the difference between the two personalities. This is real life. I'm Lisa. Stay well and have a great self-esteem and avoid becoming a narcissist. But most importantly, I want you to, as I say in every podcast, stay well.